Welcome back to Between the Lines on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Everybody in Kansas City buzzing about Sunday night football. It's the undefeated Chiefs at New England against the Patriots. Joining us now to talk about it is Patrick Mahomes the second quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Hello, Patrick. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me again. Thank you so much. Uh, Sunday night football two times in a row. This is, I mean, Monday night football is great, but this is the biggest stage. Last week, Sunday night football had its highest television rating in three years, and now NBC wants you guys again next week when you play the Bengals. I know the Bengals aren't your focus, but uh, first time here on Sunday Night Football, and it is the New England Patriots. How you feeling about this one? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's going to be a great challenge, a really, really good team that's been good for a long time. And uh, just to be able to go out there on Sunday night and, and uh, get to show the world what we are, I mean, we're excited for the uh, challenge. You've been a little bit understated with me this year when I asked you about Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger, and I know you grew up watching those guys play football, and I know you played a lot of baseball and, and were into other things, but this is Tom Brady, for crying out loud. Is this the greatest quarterback of all time, and what do you know or, or think of Tom Brady as you've been growing up and getting to this point in your career watching his greatness? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is really a, it's going to be a special game. I mean, Tom... Uh, He's had a lot of success in the league, won a ton of championships, and it's, it's a, a guy that you're trying to strive to be like at the end of your career. And uh, he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but uh, I'm preparing for that Patriots defense, so I'm, I'm excited just for the challenge of getting to play another really, really good AFC team. You must love watching other quarterbacks, though. I mean, Drew Brees had the, the record-setting week this week, and I, I think my favorite stat on Tom Brady as it pertains to this game for you, Patrick, is this, this will be your uh, – your, you've got six starts in the NFL, he started eight Super Bowls. I mean, that's just <laughs> insane that somebody's been to eight Super Bowls, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, that just speaks to him, his team, and his organization and coaching staff. I mean, they, they try to be the best every single year, and they do whatever it takes. And so for us, we're just going to go in. Uh, we're, we're already putting in a great game plan, and hopefully we can come out with a win in the end. All right, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with you and the, the Chiefs offense the last couple of weeks. It looks like there's been some unscouted material the defenses are throwing at you, and you can probably expect some more from a Hall of Fame coach and Bill Belichick this Sunday night. Is there a theme or anything that you can share with us about some of the things that you're seeing for the first time in-game? And maybe just walk me through the process a little bit with the coaching staff, how you guys adjust to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's necessarily a, a theme. Uh, it's just a lot of people are trying to figure out ways to slow us down. Uh, but, I mean, we're, we're just going to keep doing what we do. We're going to keep going within our game plan. I'm sure uh, Mr., uh, Coach Belichick's going to come at us with an unscouted look. I mean, he, he tailors his defenses to the opponents that they play, and so, I mean, I'm sure they're going to have some tricks up there, but we're going to try to use our game plan to the best of our ability and try to move the ball down the field and score touchdowns. We heard Chris Harris say after the Denver game that he didn't remember running so much in a game or having so many so many active minutes on the field where no matter where you are on the field, Bill Belichick followed up on that this week and said every one of his defensive guys, no matter where they are on the field, has to stay with their guy because you can throw it, as he said, out of the stadium. So the entire field is in play. Do you sense or can you see when secondaries and defenses are getting tired late in games? Because it's been a common theme. We're hearing from a lot of them that they're doing a lot more running and it's a lot more taxing playing against this offense. Can you sense that in the second half sometimes? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily, but I mean, when you have to guard the, the weapons that we have for an entire game and the way our offensive line is protecting me right now and giving me time to just kind of let those guys work, I mean, it, it's hard for defenses to do that for the entire, entirety of the game. 
And, uh, I mean, we have so many weapons everywhere that we stretch the field in, in every way possible. And then another thing I feel that gets lost in the shuffle is the defense is getting, getting the ball back to us. They're getting stops on third downs. They're getting turnovers. And so it's making those extra possessions on those defenses, and it's helping us out a ton. I want to ask you about that because we had Eric Fisher on the show yesterday, and I, one of the things I noticed at the game on Sunday was how excited the offensive players got for the defense when they took the ball away. And it, and it didn't seem to me to be the kind of excitement of, hey, we just got the ball, let's go score, although you want to do that. It seemed like some of you guys were personally very happy for the guys on the defensive side of the ball that they were having so much success in that game Sunday. And, and of course, you were firing the crowd up and, and doing your thing. Does the offense share in that? Did you feel a, a, a real personal uh, satisfaction for some of your teammates on the defensive side to have that success? Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I mean, the defense stepped up really big this last week and made a, got a lot of turnovers, made a lot of crucial stops in that game. And uh, in order to ha- have a, a great team, you want to be good in every single uh, phase of the game. And I feel like we're building every single week, getting better at every single phase. And uh, we're hoping that we can keep the process going uh, every day. And those guys are working hard on that defensive side of the ball. And I feel like we have a great team relationships on this team. So you're always happy for the guy uh, that's on your team. At one point, I watched you during a timeout kind of hobble to the sideline a little bit and shake something off. Did you get a foot stepped on, or did something happen in that game? Yeah, I got, I got stepped on uh, a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, that happens whenever you're uh, at the quarter, quarterback position a lot. So, I mean, I, I got stepped on, but, I mean, it, it, it heals up pretty fast, and I'm ready to go this next week. How much do you think about it? How much do they, they teach you about and the training staff and whatnot about how much of a marathon this season might be? I mean, you could wind up playing 19 games or something like that. This is going to be the most – uh, difficult physical season for you ever. Uh, can you already tell that, or or how cognizant are you that, that that's something you have to watch out for as you go? Well, I mean, if you watch the veteran guys in, in this locker room, uh, you see how much they take care of their bodies, and so I try to try to follow in their footsteps. I mean, it is a long season. There's a lot of games. Uh, you play against good opponents every single week, and so you, you try to make sure you take care of yourself physically. That's what Coach Reed says every single day. Take care of yourself physically and mentally to get yourself prepared for the game on Sunday. And that, I mean, that's, that's, that's the battle is just making sure that you're, you're in the right shape uh, as the season goes on. Quarterback numbers in the league are way up this year. There are 10 starting quarterbacks with ratings of over 100. The average rating for quarterbacks in the league is 93.5. That is up 10 points from the 15-year average prior to this season. I guess the question I have for you is it looks like you have so much fun playing this game. Would, would you even liked football if you played 25 years ago and they let you throw it 12 times a game and you ran it 45? And that wouldn't be any fun at all, would it? Uh, no, it, it would, that would be fun, too. I mean, this, is, this game, it's not necessarily about the stats. It's not about the, the numbers. It's, it's about going out there with your teammates and winning football games. And I truly believe that. And, I mean, just the passion that you can feel from energy, like when you're at Arrowhead Stadium and the passion that you feel from your teammates every single day that you come in and do these workouts. I mean, that's the stuff that you play this game for. Well, I saw the comment this morning from Alex Rodriguez. They did the feature with you on ESPN about when you were a kid and the things that he told you as you were growing up. And he, he said he told you you have no future in football and to play baseball. And he said, boy, am I glad I was wrong. I think he was watching an NFL where, where coaches were throwing it 13 times a game and advising you to go to baseball. If you had a crystal ball and knew that the NFL was going to become this, I mean, this is right in your wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely it's definitely uh, something that's helped me out with the transition coming from college to the pros so fast. But at the same time, I mean, uh, it, it's just awesome to be able to kind of be in this locker room. That's the best part about it, be around these guys and uh, get to just be with them every single day and really just work in order to go for the same goal, and that's what football is all about. 
Okay, I want to end with something fun here, Patrick, and we'll let you go. We were looking up the uh, the quarterbacks that you have replaced. You did the in, in high school, uh, then in college, I think it was Davis Webb that you you uh, replaced, and then obviously here with Alex Smith moving on and you taking the job here. So we kind of looked it up, and after you started playing at Tech, you got hurt in a game and were replaced by Vincent Testaverde, which we didn't even remember he was at Tech. Uh, I, I guess you remember him maybe fairly well. Do you know where he is today? Uh, I know he's at a, a thing of D one double A or D two and somewhere in the northeast, I believe. Uh, yeah. I know he transferred to Miami first, and I still talk to him sometimes. And he transferred again, but he was a good dude. A good dude. He was my, one of my roommates uh, my freshman year at Tech, and uh, he. I mean, he was still learning the game. He actually didn't play football until later in his high school career, so uh, he had a lot of talent. And I'm uh, hopefully he's still doing good. He's now at Albany. I just, I, I think it's so weird to go back and look at some of the names and see that. Obviously, he's got a very famous name, but he's at Albany right now, finishing up his college career. And you were with the Kansas City Chiefs, and and uh, we love looking back at some of those stories. Patrick, we wish you the very best on Sunday night. Go get the Patriots. Good luck to you and your teammates. Okay. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you having me. All right. Take care. There is Patrick Mahomes the second, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is on the big stage now, Sunday night for Sunday night football, and. You know, Arrowhead's going to look great a week from Sunday night. It's going to be spectacular. And we know that Chiefs games draw very well on television because the stadium looks so good. It's just one of those venues that people like watching the game. They see fans that are into it. The stadium's full. It looks different than most places in the NFL. That's going to be great. But this is the Patriots. If you want to get the media's attention, if you really want to get the nation's attention, this is how you do it. The Chiefs went to New England last year and opened the season. Alex Smith was the starting quarterback. The Chiefs just put it on the Patriots. Patriots wind up in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs do not. So regular season games aren't the end-all, be-all. If the Chiefs lose on Sunday night, doesn't really mean much as far as their postseason chances or what kind of football team they'll be in January as they're trying to roll through the AFC playoffs and get to the Super Bowl in Atlanta. But if you really, really want to get people's attention as a a brand-new starter in this league, as a 23-year-old quarterback, you go to New England and you beat this team, and everybody's going to be talking about the passing of the guard. And I, I think it's very, very exciting. It is a winnable game. The, I said this yesterday on the show. One of the things that I do not like about this game is the Patriots have proven time and time and time again, especially at home under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, that when they mark an opponent and, say, and circle the wagons and say, this is the one this week, we got to win this game, do you ever remember seeing them lose? I mean, they've lost a game or two maybe in the playoffs over the last 16 years at home, but they just win and win and win. They're the best home team in football because they're the best team in football, but they're also fantastic at home. And this is going to be really, really hard for the Chiefs because there is no week one sneaking up. This isn't Tom Brady a few years ago coming to Arrowhead. The better example of this is the playoff game that the Chiefs lost five years ago, 27-20. to and when they lost that game in New England in the playoffs, 27-20, if you recall, the Chiefs were behind and frustrated all day. They finished up with some decent stats offensively. They moved the ball at times, but they could never really capitalize. They couldn't get it in the end zone. They couldn't make the big play. They couldn't make the big comeback. They did a nice job holding Brady to 27 points. They stayed in the game. But that's what the Patriots do. They win those games. And they get you at home, and Bill Belichick is – arguably the greatest coach of all time, and he's going to have something for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think what he's going to have is something that prevents them from big 50, 60, 70-yard plays 
if he can figure out a way. It must be with the safeties or something. He's going to try to find a way to do that. And maybe the Chiefs want to run the football. Maybe maybe the Patriots wind up getting spread out in this game a little bit. Maybe their secondary gets spread out a little bit. Maybe they get a little more cautious and off the line. Maybe they become the team that when the Chiefs get in the scoring zone, the defense presses then and the field shrinks and it becomes harder. That would be my game plan against the Chiefs. I would never give them the big, long touchdowns. I would never let Tyree kill behind me. If the Chiefs have the ball at the 25 and they find Tyree kill at midfield and we get him tackled, I'll take that. Okay, good enough. He didn't get past me, and they didn't score a touchdown here. If they keep moving the ball, we'll shorten the field, and let's see if we can't make something good happen and force them to kick a field goal. The Chiefs have been good scoring in the red zone. They've been terrific this year. I mean, because they do it all. they got a great tight end. They have receivers with really good hands, and they've got a running back that will just lower his head and batter you like a ram. So they have everything that it takes to score. My guess is Belichick's going to try to find a way to make it difficult for the Chiefs in the scoring zone and and really kind of try to bank on that. I don't know if he can do it. I, I don't Look, the Chiefs' offense was confused a little bit and, and stymied somewhat the last two games. Against Denver and Jacksonville, they never really caught the rhythm that we saw in the first three games this year. We never saw the, the, the big, giant flashes, and yet they scored 27 points and 30 points. Now, in the 30-point game, there was a defensive touchdown, but the point is the Chiefs wound up in two games where their offense was not great. The last two games, the Chiefs' offense was not great. They scored 27, and they scored 30. And if you score 27 at Denver, you ought to be able to get at least that at New England. The difference here is coaching. You know, Denver did some dumb things in that game down the stretch. They did. They made some mistakes. They should have run the ball more. There's a lot of things Denver could have done to help themselves win that game. They missed plays at the end, too, and that wasn't even coaching. That was just bad quarterback play. So we saw that. That's not going to happen Sunday night. Tom Brady is not going to miss a streaking wide receiver wide open in the end zone with 35 seconds left, okay? If the Chiefs give up that play on Sunday night, they're beaten because Brady will put it right in stride and it will be a touchdown. But the only weakness I really know of with Tom Brady has to do with his lack of mobility. He is a classic, stand-in-the-pocket, easy target. You know where he is every single time. Now, nine out of ten times you can't get there because he throws the ball sometimes in under a second. He doesn't even hold it for a second. He just gets rid of it. These plays are so quick, and he is so good, and he's decisive. And most of them, to be honest, there really aren't reads. They're just executed. A lot of them are slants. A lot of them are in the middle. A lot of them require good safety and good linebacker play, and I don't know that the Chiefs have either of those to defend Tom Brady and this this offense. But the weakness is when he stands in the pocket and tries to make a big play, a play downfield, which he's been so great at in his career, if he stands in the pocket and the clock is ticking, he can't go anywhere. So you know where he is. The other thing he will do when the pocket collapses is he will throw into traffic. He trusts his receiver and trusts his game. And to be honest, he's completed so many passes and won so many games. Why would you ever throw the ball away if you're Tom Brady? If you're throwing it, he threw it his, his 500 touchdown the other night. was a throw that you don't want any quarterback making. Right into perfect double coverage. The receiver at a... Uh, Defender in front of him and one right behind him. And as the ball was in the air, they kind of bumped. The receiver came clear, grabbed the ball, and it was a touchdown. It was more of a Hail Mary throw than anything else. But if you can get Tom Brady to do that, you have a chance. You have a chance to take it away a time or two. You have a chance to hit him in the pocket, knock the ball loose. You have a chance to get him to throw it into a crowd somewhere downfield. Now, he thinks of him like punts, and that's fine, but those are still turnovers. Those are stops. If the Chiefs get a couple of those in this game on Sunday night, do not think the Chiefs were lucky.
Do not think the Chiefs' defense didn't do anything. It is a big deal. If the Patriots are at midfield and he's even one in the end zone on third and seven and the Chiefs pick it off and get it at the 25, take it and run with it. It's a stop. It's a stop. It's not necessarily a, a scoring chance. It's not Blake Bortles throwing one to Chris Jones. It's not throwing a couple of them in the end zone um, at point-blank range from the 10-yard line or bouncing one off your lineman's helmet like we saw last week. Okay, This isn't the Broncos. This isn't the Jaguars. This team can score fast. They get momentum, and it's likely to be a shootout. Should be a lot of fun. Patrick Mahomes on center stage Sunday night. The young quarterback with six career starts goes up against Tom Brady, the GOAT, who has eight Super Bowl starts. Just amazing. There is Patrick Mahomes, the second. He joins us every week right here on Between the Lines.